The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. of the Ascended Masters have been called the path above the path. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. Well, greetings, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the Internet voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Ross Brunson. Today, our focus is all about your higher self and how to connect with it. You know, that's right. We're going to talk about how you can arrange a reunion with the best and highest part of yourself. Well, by now, you recognize one of our <laughs> prominent and consistent themes emerging once again. Right. We're talking about that part of each of us that has the power to create. That's right, Tom. We are all, as you've heard us say many, many times. <laughs> many times. Co-creators with God. You know, and the degree to which we create well mm-hmm. is directly related to how well and firmly we are connected to our higher selves. Well, so, of course, when you connect the dots, you realize that your higher self is essentially... God. Yeah, right there inside you, right now. Well, we hope that this is good news for everybody. (laughs) No doubt you've heard the spiritual teachers of all types and stripes telling you that the answers that you seek are within. Yeah, and and this is why. God is within you now. And it goes without saying, though, of course, I'll say it anyway. Yes. God, our higher self, has all the answers. Okay, so how do we connect with our higher self? And that is the question of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, but first, I think we need to make a distinction here. For those, you know, like me sometimes who struggle with terminology. Okay, define some terms. Yeah. You're talking about the various dimensions or uh, manifestations of the higher self. Yeah, exactly. You know, we c- can also refer to our higher selves as our Christ selves, as our Buddha selves, our I am presence, you know, which mm-hmm. represents the individualized manifestation of God within each of us. Mm-hmm. You know, but all of the higher dimensions of ourselves, no matter what our spiritual background, ultimately can be equated with God. Mm-hmm. God in manifestation is the Buddha, for example, or the Christ, or the I am that I am, or any of the ascended masters for that matter. So whatever dimension or you know, style of uh, you know, manifestation of your higher self or your higher nature that you prefer to recognize, it's all good because it's all God. Yeah. The name doesn't really matter. It's the essence of this higher presence that truly matters. So again, <laughs> how do we connect with this vital part of our beings? Well, the call compels the answer. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. No, I think we get the point. Which is, of course, that you must seek this connection with your higher self. You can't just expect it to occur accidentally. Yeah, it involves free will. You have to ask for it. I mean, you know, and it's true that there are no accidents in the universe. Yeah. And that is another subject we're going to revisit soon. Of course, karma, cosmic accountability. Yeah, yeah. but you know, back to your point about asking for what you want. It may have been my point. <laughs> that may sound simplistic, but the process really is as simple as that. You just have to learn how to ask 
and importantly, <laughs> how to listen for the answer. And, you know, yes, one more and, how to tell the difference between a true answer and a false answer. Now it's starting to sound a little complex, <laughs> not very simple. Okay, well, let's start with this fact. The light of God comes to each of us by way of the crystal cord. Mm -hmm. This is a channel of light from God's heart to our own via the figure eight flow. At the nexus of this figure eight is our Buddha or Christ self. Now, because we have this constant flow of God's energy in the, the form of light coming to us, mm -hmm. the first thing we'll want to do is to strengthen, expand, or widen the channel for this crystal stream of light. Right. Now, how do we do that? I mean, meditation is one way. Yep, certainly. Dynamic spiritual practices like dynamic decrees, powerful mm -hmm. vocal prayers, those are another way. Yeah, so when we expand the flow and concentration of light that we receive, we actually acquire more of God's presence within us. Which, again, we hope is a good thing for yes. everybody. Yes, front of your shoulder. Uh, that's right, yes. Uh, and with this additional light and energy, we are able, hopefully, to listen to that inner voice more acutely and more clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're able to differentiate between true and false messages, which is discernment. Absolutely. And, you know, fallen angels and those other beings who are bent on preventing us from completing our upward spiritual trek will do anything in their power to thwart our progress. Yes, that's anything. In uh, including impersonating <laughs> our own Christ and or Buddha self. <laughs> <laughs> which, of course, is all the more reason to improve our connection with the real higher self. Yes, we want to, we want to get some authenticity going here. Uh, yeah. So, once again. All together now, <laughs> how do we correctly and properly connect with our higher selves? Well, I'm glad you asked. You know, A few moments ago, we said that both meditation and dynamic decrees are excellent means of strengthening mm -hmm. the flow of God's energy and light through us. Well, in the stillness of meditation, particularly when it's focused in the heart, you can feel the higher presence that resides within you. And when distractions come, mm -hmm. and they most certainly will come, simply observe them and disconnectedly, dispassionately. Don't give them any energy. And before you know it, they'll cease to be troublesome. This is like uh, Buddha sitting under the bow tree and ignoring, yeah. ignoring you know, all the bad things. He was centered. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and decrees also are probably the most important tool you can use to earn your ascension in this life. Mm -hmm. And as we've said many times, these powerful vocal prayers, when repeated with fervor, can transport the decreer to both great heights of spiritual experience mm -hmm. and profound depths of empathetic connection with higher realms and of course, the higher self. Well, coming up in a few minutes here, we'll hear our friend Terry Kennedy reading from Elizabeth Clare Prophet's book, Access the Power of Your Higher Self. In our second segment, we'll hear Mrs. Prophet herself talking about how to strengthen our auras in mm -hmm. order to receive and use more light. You know, and she will demonstrate a number of very powerful decrees that anyone can use for strengthening their connection to their higher selves. But now, unless we appear entirely negligent, <laughs> let's close the loop on the subject of connecting with our higher selves. Tune in. That's it? Yeah. It's like your parents waiting for you to call. God is wanting and waiting for you to tune in and access the power of your higher self. You've got important work to do, and it's time you got to it. <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. Do you know where your Christ self is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we tune in through focused meditation, through decrees, through a desire to come up higher, and God does the rest? Uh, in a word, yes. Excellent. <laughs> well, as we said, and it may seem like days ago, <laughs> when we develop a close working relationship with the Spirit, we experience joy, peace, harmony, empowerment. Oh, yeah. We become more loving and sensitive to others' needs, and we can fulfill our life's purpose. In other words, we become more like God. And on that note, I think it's time we heard from our friend Terry Kennedy with more on how to re reunite with our higher selves. How to Hello, reunite Terry. with your higher self. As above, so below. These four words are the condensation of a longer maxim 
written in the first or second century by a Greek teacher who used the name Hermes Trismegistus. The complete maxim reads, Whatever is below is like that which is above, and whatever is above is like that which is below, to accomplish the miracles of one thing. This maxim holds the key to our connection with the higher self. What the principle means is that whatever is above, in the world of spirit, can also be below in the material world. Your I Am Presence, the source of power and spiritual energy, is in the spiritual world. If you want to think about it spatially, you can imagine the I Am Presence as floating somewhere between 7 and 70 feet above your head, depending on your state of consciousness. By affirming that you here below are the fullness of that I Am Presence which is above, you can make the maxim true in your life. The Threefold Flame and Crystal Cord, Your Connection to God You can become all of God here below because you have a portion of the divine sealed inside your heart. It's a divine spark, a spiritual fragment of God that allows you to magnetize to yourself more of the same. This spark, also known as the Threefold Flame and Holy Christ Flame, is your authority to invoke the I Am Presence and to create as God creates. Simeon, the new theologian, an 11th century Byzantine saint, spoke of a flame in the heart. What word can describe this? I see a light which the world does not possess. Sitting in the cell I see within me the creator of the world. The Chandogya Upanishad, a sacred Hindu text, tells us that the light that shines beyond all things on earth, beyond us all, this is the light that shines in our hearts. This spark is nourished by the light of God that comes to you as a focused stream of energy called the crystal cord Ecclesiastes refers to as the silver cord. This cascading stream of God's light empowers you to think, feel, experience life, and grow spiritually. By increasing the flow of light and therefore the size of that cord, you can increase your spiritual power here on earth and bring your I Am Presence closer to you. How to Increase the Flow of Light There are two primary methods you can use to increase the flow of light coming to you from your presence. The first is through meditation on and contemplation of your God Presence and the flame in your heart. When you focus on this flame in meditation or prayer, you draw the light from your I Am Presence into your heart. You are thus expanding the portion of heaven that is shining forth from your heart. You are reaffirming, as above, so below, and you will receive a greater portion of God. Booth Clare Prophet explained that the strengthening of the aura is a vital key to maintaining the consciousness of Buddha, of Christ, of God, of Mother. Don't go away. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? These are some of the basic questions we all ask ourselves on the spiritual path, and the answers we find certainly vary. Who are you? You are a child of God, and as a child of God, you carry within you the seed of actually becoming God. This seed is your Christ self, the same in you that is in Jesus Christ. Why are you here? To master yourself in order to graduate from Earth's schoolroom and reunite with the heart of God. Essentially, you are following in the footsteps of Jesus and other great saints and sages who have gone before. Where are you going? Home. Call it nirvana, the hereafter, the heaven world, whatever you want. It's the next stop on your journey. And finally, how do you get there? Let us show you how. Visit us at www.tsl.org. We are the Summit Lighthouse. We practice and publish the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and we've got answers to all of your questions. Visit tsl.org today. The Summit Lighthouse. Master yourself. Become God. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Welcome back. In the following interview, Elizabeth Clare Prophet speaks of strengthening the aura, using prayer as a force field of energy, and the role of decrees and mantras in strengthening our tie to our higher natures. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Since the aura is so susceptible, how can we strengthen it? Well, the Master Kathumi, who writes his studies on the human aura, which we publish, speaks of a threefold exercise that students can give for this very purpose of strengthening the sheath of the aura so that we can maintain the consciousness of Christ, of God, of Buddha, of Mother that we desire to sustain. He says the student begins by visualizing the threefold flame expanding from within his heart. The threefold flame is the force field, the energy of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, of power, wisdom, and love. It is a threefold flame. It is blue, yellow, and pink. It is the spark of life. It is our seat of consciousness. And so we always begin in our studies with the Ascended Masters with the flame in the heart because it is the point of our own reality. He then seals himself and his consciousness in a globe of white fire. This sealing action can take place as we are seated in a chair or in the lotus posture our hands and feet uncrossed, spines erect, eyes closed, visualizing a sphere of white light around the threefold flame within the heart. This globe of white fire expands and we see ourselves inside an imaginary sphere or world. Then when we have this visualization and we are set and our meditation is firmly upon the flame in the heart, we proceed to recite the following words, as Kathumi says, with utter humility and devotion. 
I am light, glowing light, radiating light, intensified light. God consumes my darkness, transmuting it into light. This day I am a focus of the central sun. Flowing through me is a crystal river, a living fountain of light that can never be qualified by human thought and feeling. I am an outpost of the divine. Such darkness as has used me is swallowed up by the mighty river of light which I am. I am, I am, I am light. I live, I live, I live in light. I am light's fullest dimension. I am light's purest intention. I am light, 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 flooding the world everywhere I move, blessing, strengthening, and conveying the purpose of the kingdom of heaven. This is a marvelous prayer which has been used by Summit University students for years and for devotees of the Christ through the great teacher, the Master Kuthumi. Kuthumi writes, As you visualize the cosmic white fire radiance around yourself, do not be concerned with the errors in your thought that through the years may have intruded themselves upon your consciousness. Do not allow yourself to concentrate upon any negative quality or condition. Do not let your attention rest upon your supposed imperfections. Instead, see what the light can do for you. See how even your physical form can change, how a strengthening of the bonds of your health can occur in body, mind, and spirit. Try this exercise, simple though it may seem, and know that many ascended beings will be performing it with you. Are the exercises for strengthening the aura limited to the mantra that you've just given us? The mantra that Kathumi gives is very complete and very basic. He gives the simple mantra so that we will practice it and use it again and again until we have actually built within our aura a geometric matrix like a geodesic dome, a real force field or a molecular structure out of the worded matrix. Some people don't realize that this is what a mantra is. A mantra, a decree, or a fiat is actually a force field of energy which is reinforced each time it is given. This is why the Our Father or the Hail Mary is so powerful because it has been given again and again for centuries by devotees. This mantra of Kathumi is also given in his retreat in Kashmir and in Shigatse in Tibet. Kathumi is the master of the golden robe and he trains students who are on the ray of wisdom in the art of meditation and the science of the word in order that they may become master psychologists of their own psyche or soul. This mantra then is for the development of a tremendous momentum of white light as well as the wisdom of God for the actual realization that God can and does dwell within us when we draw nigh to him he draws nigh to us. Not only does God draw nigh to us when we give these mantras, but the angelic hosts gather for the strengthening of the aura. Kathumi reminds us that we must remember the teaching of Saint Germain to invoke the violet flame. The very simple mantra which we have from Saint Germain, 
I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires, is one that can be used again and again as we go about our service. And each time we give it, the Holy Spirit fills us with the intense violet light which transmutes the records of imperfection. The violet light is a means to polish and strengthen the aura, hence the use of the violet flame, along with Kathumi's mantra, helps us to keep our aura in tune with God so that we can be receiving stations for the thoughts of the mind of God, the feelings of His angels, and the direction which He gives us for our daily life. Then Kuthumi also recommends that we invoke the tube of light. The tube of light is this marvelous cylinder of God's energy which he places around us just like the wall that he placed around the city of Jerusalem. It is a wall of light protecting our comings and our goings. The ascended master El Moria, friend and co-worker of Kuthumi, has given to us a tube of light decree in his heart, head and hand series. It goes like this. Beloved, I am presence bright. Round me seal your tube of light from ascended master flame called forth now in God's own name. Let it keep my temple free from all discord sent to me. I am calling forth violet fire to blaze and transmute all desire keeping on in freedom's name till I am one with a violet flame. Kuthumi strongly urges his students who are reading the studies of the human aura to use his exercise and then to insulate themselves against the intrusion of foreign vibrations by the tube of light and the violet flame. He also recommends our interaction with the angelic hosts and therefore students on the path who are determined to bring God into the manifestation of the aura call to Archangel Michael for his transfer of light, protection, energy, and God's will. Archangel Michael is familiar to all of us as the one who defeats the dragon of the human consciousness and preserves the Divine Mother who gives birth to the Divine Man-Child in us all. This mantra to Archangel Michael is given by devotees throughout the world with a tremendous sense of victory and the feeling not only of his presence but the presence of thousands upon thousands of his legions of angels. This is the way it goes. In the name of the beloved, mighty, victorious presence of God I am in me, my very own beloved Holy Christ Self, Holy Christ Selves of all mankind, Beloved Archangel Michael, beloved Lanello, the entire spirit of the great white brotherhood and the world mother, I decree. Lord Michael, Lord Michael, I call unto thee, will thy sword of blue fame and now cut me free. Blaze, God, power, protection now into my world, thy banner of faith above me unfurl. Transcended blue lightning now flash through my soul, I am by God's mercy made radiant and whole. Lord Michael, Lord Michael, I love thee, I do, with all thy great faith my being imbue. Blaze, God, power, protection now into my world, thy banner of faith above me unfurl. Transcendent blue lightning now flash through my soul, I am by God's mercy made radiant and whole. Lord Michael, Lord Michael, and legions of blue, come seal me now, keep me faithful and true. 
Blaze God power protection now into my world, thy banner of faith above me unfurl. Transcendent blue lightning now flash through my soul, I am by God's mercy made radiant and whole. I am with thy blue flame now full charged and blessed, I am now in Michael's blue flame armor dressed. I am with thy blue flame now full charged and blessed, I am now in Michael's blue flame armor dressed. I am with thy blue flame now full charged and blessed. I am now in Michael's blue flame armor dressed. Doug, I can remember the day when I welcomed home from Vietnam one of our students of the Ascended Masters, and he told me how he had given this call to Archangel Michael many, many times a day, and how he had been spared. When there was artillery fire all around him, and many were killed on his right and on his left, and he still stood, and another occasion when there was a helicopter crash and all were killed save himself. And I thought to myself, this is indeed the decree that fulfills the protection promised in Psalm 91. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. I remember when he told me his story of protection by Archangel Michael and his intercession, and I thought in my heart, would to God, that every mother of every son lost in Vietnam might see her son walking home today because this science of the spoken word had been known and the intercession of the Lord's hosts, so available in answer to our call, had been forthcoming. This is why it is my deep desire to convey to all people this teaching on the invocation of the light and the coming of the angelic host to deliver us as God promised that he would through his emissaries in this age. Thank you very much. Up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we're joined by Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us. online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? These are some of the basic questions we all ask ourselves on the spiritual path, and the answers we find certainly vary. Who are you? You are a child of God, and as a child of God, you carry within you the seed of actually becoming God. This seed is your Christ self, the same in you that is in Jesus Christ. Why are you here? To master yourself in order to graduate from Earth's schoolroom and reunite with the heart of God. Essentially, you are following in the footsteps of Jesus and other great saints and sages who have gone before. Where are you going? Home. Call it nirvana, the hereafter, the heaven world, whatever you want. It's the next stop on your journey. And finally, how do you get there? Let us show you how. Visit us at www.tsl.org. We are the Summit Lighthouse. 
We practice and publish the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and we've got answers to all of your questions. Visit TSL.org today. The Summit Lighthouse. Master yourself. Become God. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to the Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. We're back, and joining us is Sydney Bennett. Hi, Sid. Hi. Hello, Sydney. Okay, let's uh, cut to the uh, cosmic chase here. You, you, you always start out with the easy questions, yeah, I noticed. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, this, this is a little one, you know. A <laughs> couple of fly balls and then a line drive. How's that? <laughs> right, yeah, no, the sinking sliders come later, I think. <laughs> Why should we reunite with our higher selves? Well, it's very simple. It's our destiny. Yeah. It's our divine plan. We are created by God to be a co-creator with him, to realize him, and yet to bring forth new aspects of him that have never existed before. We all look for happiness. We all look for the joy of life. We all are seeking the answers of how do we live forever and how can <laughs> we attain these things. It's, it's the, the quest of the ages. Mm -hmm. That is why we seek our higher self. It is the way home. It is the way to get there. And it's a path, as we've talked about so many times before. It's not just accepting that God loves you. I mean, even the devils believe. We know that. <laughs> but there is a path that must be walked there is a, 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 an exercise, there are tools that can be used to, to regain that connection with our God presence and our God self. And we can't imagine what God has in store for us, as, as we've been taught by Jesus in heaven. What is in store for us mm -hmm. as we just overcome this part of us that is holding us back, the universe literally will be ours. You know, um, this reminds me of kind of how we started out this whole program. You know, when it was still kind of in theory, we realized that we wanted to organize the content around four cardinal points. And mm -hmm. you recall that was, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? Mm -hmm. And you were just speaking to two of those. I'm very clear. It's, you know, who am I? Mm -hmm. And right. then also, where am I going? You know, this whole idea today's show about reuniting with the higher self 
it's the journey without distance. But nonetheless, it's one that we are all destined to take once we choose to take it, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny how you can run all over the world trying to get connected back to God, and he's right there. Right there with you, <laughs> always, yeah. Well, and that brings up a, a, an interesting point. You know, we've talked about the still, small voice of God within, mm-hmm. the quiet voice. Um, I find it interesting that sometimes, you know, the universe has to get your attention. <laughs> the cosmic <laughs> two-by-four? Yes, yeah. exactly, the cosmic two-by-four to, to the knees, yes. Um, and so I think, I think uh, there's an interesting one where people think, well, I didn't hear a still, small voice. Why did I get this big, loud thing that got my attention? So who is it that's really talking to us, and, and how can we hear that a little better? Well, obviously, we have to, it's like a radio or anything else. You're tuning into it, to tune mm-hmm. into the answer, to position yourself. You have to prepare yourself. It's, and we'll talk about cleansing the aura a little bit. Mrs. Prophet has talked about that extensively, mm-hmm. getting the distractions away from you, the constant noise, the constant sound, so that you can hear the presence of God within you. But I think even to get to that point, you have to decide, you know, I've had enough of this world. I mean, um, I've been doing this. I mean, when you think of we've been doing this for thousands of embodiments, the same thing over and over again. Whatever there is to do on this planet, we've done it, and we've done it a hundred times. So when do we get to that point where we say, enough, Yeah, enough, Mm -hmm. I want God, and I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to find the answers to seek the truth. And that's what God's been waiting for us to do that for literally almost eons. And he's ready, and if we're ready, we can do it. And the spiritual attunement, listening to the still small voice, is a Mm -hmm. very important part. And positioning yourself to hear that and to, to, to feel that is a beginning. You know, it's, it's, it's like those, those diagrams of the three circles. You know, and, and, and they all intersect in, oh, yeah, in sure. one little little triangle there. And it's like free will, you know, uh, the tools to get there, and then the desire. You know what I mean? Yeah. We now are at a point where we have all the tools and the knowledge, and the only thing holding us back is oh, us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're talking just now about the, that still quiet voice within, and we had, men- we had mentioned this earlier about um, the fact that we need discernment mm-hmm. because – there are times, there certainly in everybody's life experience, where we got a bum steer, and it was because we listened to the wrong voice. And it doesn't mean to don't denigrate anyone's spiritual path or, or, or whatever it is that they're you know being propelled by, but mm-hmm. there is sometimes an imposter that we have to deal with. So what I wanted to ask you, Sydney, was how do we discern the real from the unreal? Well, this is a can be a tricky thing because obviously the false imposter of the Christ within you can also be very subtle and very tricky and, and very deceptive. One way to do it is to challenge the spirits. God mm-hmm. wants us to challenge the spirits that we hear. You know, in the name of Jesus Christ, if you are not real, depart from me. If you are not from God, depart from me. And they have to flee from that power and that light. And so you must always do that. And and the spirits are flattering. You know, and so um, they know God, our weak points. God doesn't spend his time telling us how wonderful we are. God spends his time telling us how we can get closer to him and yeah. how we can make it there. So beware of flattering spirits, either from within or without. And there are many spiritual paths with so-called gurus and teachers where much of the time they will actually flatter the individual and flatter the ego and how wonderful they are, how spiritually advanced they are and so forth. That is not the true teacher. The true teacher loves us and guides us and helps us will always look for ways that we can improve, we need to change, what we need to put in the flame, what is the next step we must take mm-hmm. to clear the way between ourselves and God. So let's repeat that um, statement one more time. It's, if you are not of God, depart, depart from, from me. Depart from me in the name of Jesus Christ or mm-hmm. in, the name of, in the name of God. Whatever you want to say, 
but you need to challenge the spirits. And if they are not of God, they will leave. If they are of God, then they'll still be there. And sometimes people are flattered by what they think is an apparition of a, an ascended being or, or, or some godlike being when, in fact, it is not. You know, there is a, a, a false imposter of everything that is good and right. There's a mm-hmm. false imposter of Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's a false imposter of, of angels and so forth that will come and try and lead you astray. And through your purity and your devotion and your love and your challenging the spirits, mm-hmm. you can be kept safe and protected. And I, and I want to go, go back to mm-hmm. Mrs. Prophet reference to Archangel Michael. When you protect your aura and your force field, it's much harder for these, um, whether you call them demons or entities or mm-hmm. fallen angels, to get within your aura mm-hmm. because you have that tube of light around you. So, you know, it's a warfare going on, and we're kind of being lulled to sleep by our society, by the media, and even some spiritual teachers, and, and even traditional Christianity. Christianity, you give yourself to God, put your feet up, and you're home. You're in no, heaven. Get out and, of jail free. You know, that's, that's not true. That's a lie, you know. And God loves us and has given us great opportunity, and he'll work with us, but we have to make some effort, and yeah. we have to strive. Yeah. Well, you know, oftentimes we've we've spoken of joy and peace and the empowerment of connecting with that with that higher self as being a birthright. Well, what is our spiritual birthright, really? Well, our spiritual birthright is to become one with God. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's the idea. Not we're not perfecting the human. I mean, we'll be around for millions of years if yeah. we're trying to do Forget that. that it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Our birthright is to take our individual identity and consciousness mm-hmm. and merge it with the presence of God within us. We then become God in manifestation, but a very unique part of God, a different part of God. Every one of us has a different aspect of God to manifest. That's Mm -hmm. our divine plan. That's our birthright. We don't lose our identity in God. We strengthen and reinforce it. And that's exciting because some spiritual teachers talk about merging with God, then you sort of disappear in the great beyond. Well, that doesn't sound too appealing. This is like the whole the choirs and the singing forever and all that. But but we're individuals. God has given us a unique individuality. And when we unite with him, not with our human personality, but with the uniqueness of God within us, that is when, that is our birthright, and that is our uniqueness to go forth. You know, I want to add one thing here. When a person makes their ascension, one of the initiations they go through after they do that is an angel or God or someone will take them to the vastness of space and the emptiness of space. Mm-hmm. to understand that there are worlds yet to be created. Mm-hmm. There are opportunities out there that you do become a co-creator with God, not mm-hmm. only down here, but above too. It's a magnificent um, birthright and opportunity for us. We just got to get there. Wow. It's like, it's like joining the partner program. You, know, you can go out and, <laughs> and create. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that, that is brought to mind when you're talking about this birthright and what we, what we go through, it's almost as if we have to lose um, the parts of ourself that we, we kind of identify it with ourself as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We look at ourselves and we go, okay, well, this is me. And someone asks us to change a part of that that may or may not be acceptable or whatever. And we tend to treat the, the whole as a whole when it's really our God self and then kind of like the rest of the stuff. You know? Well, I think <laughs> one of the way, helpful way to look at this <clears throat> excuse me, is you know we are who we are in a sense. We have a totality of being. Mm-hmm. And some of it is good and some of it is things that we should you know, separate ourselves from on, yeah. patterns or behaviors or so forth. And we, we have to be careful that we don't identify with those parts of ourselves that are not real, what we call and the, the dweller of the threshold or the not-self, mm-hmm. the human consciousness, and, and defend that when we should be defending the God within us. In mm-hmm. other words, be willing to let go of those parts of our being that are not real and are not of God, mm-hmm. and yet we've created and become comfortable with candidly. 
you know, whether yeah. it's, a, you know, liking to get angry and yell at people or any aspects of the personality. I mean, we know within us what is right and what is not right. right. Yeah. And, and so if we stop identifying with those parts, then we're not really giving anything else up. We're just getting, we're just freeing mm-hmm. ourselves of a weight we're carrying around. Yeah, well, and you know, identifying—that's that's that's a, a good point, very a central point. And uh, you remember that knuckleball we were referring to earlier? <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> okay. You know, we know that for some people, the very notion of becoming or being God is blasphemous or sacrilegious. What would you say to anyone who may feel this way? Well, I think part of it is semantics. Um, you know, we're not becoming the God. We're, we're merging with ah. God. It's already within us. So in other words, we're not perfecting the human. We're not going around saying, mm-hmm. I am God in a human sense. We're saying God is within me and we're merging with that. And a, another part of this is some of the programming we receive, the concept of original sin. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, how, if you've got original sin, how can you ever become God or realize one with God? You know, or the fact that there's only, the traditional teacher is only one son of God, that's Jesus. So naturally, when we hear those things, and we've taken them in our beings because they've been repeated for so long, yep. and we've heard them so many times, then when someone comes up and says, look, you can become God, oh, wait a minute, I'm a terrible sinner, and only Jesus is the son of God. You know, so that becomes block in our consciousness. Yeah. So realizing you're not becoming God in the human sense, but you're merging with God within you. That is our birthright, that is our divine plan, and it is not blasphemy. So let's change gears for just a minute here. I'll talk a little bit about the aura. Can you tell us a little bit about what the aura is? We've mentioned it in previous programs, and but how important is it in affecting this connection with the higher self? Well, you know, your aura is your force field of being. And if we don't protect, defend, purify, and cleanse our aura, then it becomes a mishmash of everything that's floating around in the world in the mass consciousness, people's thoughts, their feelings, their angers, their hatreds. There is a mass consciousness, like, almost like clouds of energy that can come upon you. And you can let yourself be subject to all these things, whether through the media or the world, or you can say, I am going to defend the citadel of my being, mm-hmm. the force field of my physical and spiritual body, my four body, lower bodies. And to do that, I must invoke light. And if you invoke light, if you purify and clear the aura, so to speak, naturally, it's going to be much easier to hear the voice of God, to feel the presence of God, to feel those nuances and direction in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as you allow all this other junk in your aura, you right. can never feel that. It's just, it's not going to happen. There's too much interference, too much static. Too much noise. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, as it, as it always does, we have to take a break. Uh, don't go away. When we return, we're going to continue our discussion with Sidney Bennett about connecting with our higher selves. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? These are some of the basic questions we all ask ourselves on the spiritual path, and the answers we find certainly vary. Who are you? You are a child of God, and as a child of God, you carry within you the seed of actually becoming God. This seed is your Christ self, the same in you that is in Jesus Christ. Why are you here? To master yourself in order to graduate from Earth's schoolroom and reunite with the heart of God. Essentially, you are following in the footsteps of Jesus and other great saints and sages who have gone before. Where are you going? Home. Call it nirvana, the hereafter, the heaven world, whatever you want. It's the next stop on your journey. And finally, how do you get there? Let us show you how. Visit us at www.tsl.org. We are the Summit Lighthouse. 
We practice and publish the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and we've got answers to all of your questions. Visit tsl.org today. The Summit Lighthouse. Master yourself. Become God. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Hello again. We are back for more discussion with Sydney Bennett about higher selves, auras, decrees. Uh, we're covering the gamut today, aren't we? Indeed. <laughs> well, on the subject of decrees, uh, we know that they are a great way to increase the strength of our connection to our higher selves. What is it, essentially, that makes decrees so powerful? Decrees are so powerful because they're taking the light of God that is flowing through us 24 hours a day. They're using worded scientific formulas, a spiritual matrix, to focalize energy. And that makes them so powerful. In addition to that, they are sponsored by God, by the Ascended Masters, by the angels. In other words, they put their momentum behind them as well. Hmm. So when we use these, they're like Fahadic keys. They focus energy, and they bring forth much greater results than just um, the simple words that we might give. Prayers are wonderful, but these are much more powerful. In fact, many people, when they hear a decree the first time, they're kind of taken aback because they are so powerful, mm-hmm. because right. they can feel the light coming forth. And, you know, I like to make the analogy, well, and I can remember when I first got in these teachings, I said, well, I can say a prayer, why do I have to say it more than once? And it's a matter of drawing down light. It's right. an equation or a coefficient of light. You know, when you're taking a bath, you just don't turn on the faucet for 10 seconds and turn it off. There may be water in there, but there's not enough to take a bath. <laughs> and so you need to draw down sufficient light for what it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And some things are tougher than others because you're dealing with a lot of opposition or energy. So that is why we decree every day why we call forth this light, a presence of Archangel Michael every day, and why we give it a certain amount of time to invoke that light and that power to strengthen our force field and to go forth and to, uh, to, mm-hmm. to change things in our world and on the planet. Well, we mentioned that everyday part, and is it important that you do it at a particular time? Is it, can you do it any time during the day? Well, you can decree any time during the day, but for instance, when you're starting out in the morning is when you want to do your calls to Archangel Michael before you go out into the day Good. for that protection around yourself, your family, your nation, and, and whoever mm-hmm. needs protection in your world. And also... It's a wonderful time to give violet flame because every morning at dawn or whenever the angels do it, they have a little bag of karma for you. <laughs> and some days the, karma, the bag is bigger than other days. Uh-huh. And that's your karma that is returning for that day. And when you make the calls to Archangel Michael, when you give the violet flame in the morning, you can transmute a lot of that. You may still need to experience certain aspects of that karma for things you need to learn, but it's going to be mitigated. Mm-hmm. And it's a fact, you know, instead of having a, 
a, a, a horrible car accident where there is life lost, you may have a fender better. Mm -hmm. So that's the key to get on early and right. go after the energy and take accountability and responsibility for who we are. Now that we have these tools, I mean, aren't you just tired of being pushed back and forth in oh. the world, not knowing yeah. where to go, what to do? Nothing mm -hmm. seems to work. There's no solutions. I mean, it seems yeah. hopeless. Yeah. Well, it's not hopeless because we have these tools. We have this knowledge of God. We have his presence within us. Using these decrees, we can focalize energy. We can transmute karma. We can strengthen our aura. We can hear God better. It is the key to our spiritual progress and path. If only we can have the understanding and try it. And that's the thing is to try it. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, that's the only way you're going to know whether it works yeah. for you or not. Yeah. yeah, I was just, uh, as I'm listening to you, Sydney, I was musing on your bathtub analogy and how the violet flame, we've characterized it on this show many times, is the cosmic cleanser. Mm -hmm. It's, it's right. that, that's right. the thing that, that's, that gets rid of the gunk, yeah. you know, in our in our. Um, in our beings. Scrubby, scrubby sponge. Scrubby sponge, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the decrees are, are what enable you to take a giant leap forward, so to speak. Yeah. In other words, it's not just your own momentum. It's the mm -hmm. momentum of God. Everyone that's given that decree, it's the worded matrix. So it's like a booster. Um, you know, like a rocket booster mm -hmm. to help you take off. And sometimes mm -hmm. you've got to hold on because yeah. I mean, you really get accelerated in a hurry. Yeah, did 10G decrees this morning. <laughs> My tie caught in the cosmic bumper. <laughs> so if you've listened to us for any length of time, and, and today might seem longer than normal, <laughs> yeah. you know that we like to remind you about the power that you possess, and we all possess, as a co-creator with God. So, Sydney, can you outline a little bit this power we have and why we have to be, you know, why is it so important to be aware of this co-creation that takes place all the time. Well, it, it, again, it's a reiteration of the fact that we have this light and energy that comes through us 24 hours a day. It beats our heart. It mm -hmm. gives our, our whole life and reason for being. And we are co-creating with God whether we realize it or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, wake up to that fact right that now. we're doing it already. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so the idea is to understand how to use this energy in a more productive, in a better way, uh, you know, the violet mm -hmm. flame to transmute karma, to help other people. People are in pain on this planet. And there are wonderful organizations going out doing things at a physical level for people. We can do things spiritually for them as we pray for them. Mm -hmm. And they work and they make a difference. Because the angels are waiting for our call, waiting for us to send them forth to the troubled spots on this planet, to mm -hmm. help the little child, to help those with their natural disasters, to go forth into war situations. They're ready, willing, and able. We just mm -hmm. got to send them. Yeah, it's like the uh, remember somebody was discussing one time. Well, and I, I won't worry about that or, or whatever it was. And I remembered Corey Ten Boom's little quote where she said, "Anything too small to pray about is too small to worry about." <laughs> and it's funny people hmm. will say, you know, while I, I don't know if I should make the call for that. I think the default should just be go ahead and make a call to God or to the angels or whatever, and just let it go, just yeah. release and it. You always say you according know? to God's will. So yeah, exactly, it's, it's exactly. Well, I think that as a corollary to don't sweat the small stuff, mm -hmm. you know, it's that everything counts. Nothing everything. matters. Yeah, You know, exactly. you do it with intention. You do it with your full heart, with the fervor of your being. And whatever it is you're focused on is going to get some traction, mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing with angels and with decree momentums and this sort of thing. Yeah. You know, going back to this, every thought word indeed creates. And, of course, the repercussions of that creation is karma. <laughs> and there ain't no escaping Oops. karma. <laughs> does connecting with our higher selves have an effect on our karma? I mean, does it help us in any way to improve the rate of transportation of our karma? Well, absolutely. And, of course, the violet flame is a perfect example of that. We're tuning into our God presence and drawing toward that violet flame for the transportation of it. But also our attunement with our higher self, with our God presence, will keep us sort of on the straight and narrow, so to speak. You know, there are a lot of distractions in life. And some of them are relatively benign. But what they do is they take us from our true purpose and our true meaning of life. And when you have that attunement, 
with your presence of God, you know, this doesn't feel right. Even mm-hmm. though it seems on the surface it's something I should do, in my heart it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And that's the voice of God telling you, no, this is not for you. I have other plans for you. Right. That whole, if it feels good, do it yeah. thing. It's like you really have to think about <laughs> the it. The 60s. Yeah, you have yeah. to think about it. Yeah. Well, we've heard Elizabeth Clare Prophet share a number of decrees today. When it comes to connecting with our higher selves and the transmutation of karma, there's no better, faster, or more effective way of doing this than through decrees. Uh, we kind of reminded us of this a little bit, but um, one of the explanations that I heard previous to this, and, and I think we talked about on the show, is that you know the first one's for God, the rest of them are for us. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a certain rhythm uh, to the decrees, and some people will ask, do I do them all slow? Do I do them fast? Um, how, how, can a, how can a person get more into a decree and, and learn well, how to Well, I do think that? we learn from others, and Mrs. Prophet mm-hmm. has taught us extensively on the proper use of decrees. Some decrees are given slower, some are given faster. And what happens is, as you build a momentum like anything else, you will naturally accelerate the pace of the decrees without losing their effectiveness, so to speak. And, and I want to reemphasize here, this is not vain repetition. We put love, right. we put devotion, we mm-hmm. put visualization into these decrees. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's not just you know a matter of turning on a tape and, and going for it, but right. it's, it's developing a mastery. There are masters of invocation mm-hmm. um, that can draw down light in a much greater way than we can. We're learning. Mm-hmm. We're striving. Right. So we start out just like any other thing we're learning. We're very like playing the violin or something. We're not very good at the beginning, but we develop a mastery over time. you got to play and, scales and, for a while, right? <laughs> exactly. And just think about it. God can use you to make a difference on this planet. Where you are, mm-hmm. you can make a difference literally to millions of people. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a bold claim, but it's true. And the use of decrees is a wonderful way to do that. You know, let's help the people on this planet and do what we can and give God the tools, which is our energy and our prayers, that he can go forth and work these miracles. Yeah. Well, once again, <laughs> here we are. It's amazing. At the end of the hour. Yeah. That's all the time we have this week. I want to thank you, Sydney, for joining us and invite uh, you to come back again next week. And we're going to explore another potpourri <laughs> of our practical spiritual topics, including loving kindness, creativity, and whatever else the spirit moves us to examine. Yeah, you know, and until then, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out of this, out of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.